Hey there, I'm Corey Fowler, and you're tuning in to the How to Adult Show. This is your go-to guide for all things adulting, where we walk you through the answers every time you hear yourself asking, why didn't anybody teach me this stuff in school? From personal finance 101 to careers and business advice to managing your health and wellness, we're here to give you tangible advice, tips, and tricks to help you start succeeding in any and every area of your life. I know you've got this adulting thing, as long as you've got the right info. I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and this is the How to Adult Show. Hello and welcome to the How to Adult Show. My name is Corey and I am the host of your show as well as a fellow adult in training. And this is part of a weekly free educational series produced by the How to Adult School, an online education platform and database dedicated to teaching you all of the important life skills that we all wish we had just been taught in school. So for today's episode, I wanted to share a little bit more about my life story as an entrepreneur. For all of you out there who are looking at your career or looking at the potential of your future career and aren't quite sure what to do because none of the traditional career options that you've been brought up to think about really feel like they're going to fit. So for today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about my experience. I have always been an entrepreneur, aside from some jobs in high school and university. I've basically never worked for anybody else, and it's a very viable career choice, but not something that is really the best for everybody. And I wanted to walk you through a little bit about what I've learned throughout this process to see if potentially entrepreneurship might be the right career path for you. So I have never worked a real nine to five job ever. I basically went straight from university into running my own business and I don't have anything against more traditional jobs, but personally, I always knew that I wanted to work for myself and that I wouldn't necessarily make the best employee, especially in the beginning years of most careers. It was so important to me to be able to set my own schedule, choose who I worked with, to be able to get to work from anywhere, and to choose the work that I got to do on each day, on any given day. Now, this is not a traditional path. In school, no guidance counselor ever hands you a brochure and says, have you ever considered entrepreneurship? Nobody says, well, yes, you could work for a tech company if you're interested in tech, or have you thought about potentially creating something that that tech company needs instead? These are just conversations that don't happen for most of us as we're growing up and beginning to consider our potential interests and job prospects. Now, like I said in the beginning, running your own business is not the path for everybody, but I'm pretty sure that it's an available option for way more people than we realize when it's time to graduate and get started on your career path. I know so many people who work a job that they absolutely hate or who work a bunch of odd jobs for years at a time, not knowing what it is that they want to do because the more traditional job options don't really appeal to them and don't feel like they really fit. And again, there's nobody who says, hey, you know, with an idea and some hard work, you can actually make up a job for yourself. Making up your own job is not something that we're taught to consider. So many people suffer through work in their 20s and 30s and 40s when maybe they would have been better suited to becoming an entrepreneur and creating their own fantastic business to bring something good into the world. 
Now, I am not telling you to quit your job, buy a van, and go start your own business. That is not what I'm all about. I just wanted to create a basic lesson to educate people that entrepreneurship is an option and maybe one that might be a really good fit for you. So my entrepreneurship story. Now I'm still in my 20s, so arguably I am at the very beginning of my career years, but I thought I'd share my experience with anyone who's thinking that maybe self-employed life might be the life for them, as well as sharing four questions to ask yourself in order to decide if maybe, just maybe, this might be the right path for you as well. So if you've been following along with our episodes from the How to Adult show so far, you'll have seen that we cover four main topics, and these are what we view as the four main pillars of adulthood. And they include personal finance, your work life, managing your wellness, and your personal growth. So this week on the How to Adult show, we're going to be talking about the work life part of the four pillar system. Um, And this is a part of adult life that can bring you so much fulfillment and where you spend a lot of your time, but still it's something that so many of us are left insanely unprepared for when we graduate with our shining diplomas and realize that no one really wants to hire us, let alone even give us a free internship, or that we're really not interested in working for the people who do want to hire us. So overall, going forward, most of what we'll cover in these career and work-life related episodes will be specific career advice for people in the job market. And I'm going to bring on loads of experts and people who have done it before you to speak to things like how to get your application seen, hunting down your dream job, managing promotions, negotiating (laughs) negotiating, negotiating salary expectations. But I wanted to start out with a topic that I know best, and that's near and dear to my heart, and that is business and how you can run your own. So if you haven't got to know me yet, you probably don't realize, but you will soon, that I love being an entrepreneur. It suits me perfectly. And I wish that entrepreneurship was viewed as a real job option and presented to other young people in the form of job fairs and at guidance offices and career counseling and even in our post-secondary educational degrees. It absolutely blows my mind to think back and realize that I didn't even know what the word entrepreneur meant until I was 16. And up until then, I thought things like, do I want to become a doctor? Maybe a lawyer would be a good choice. Maybe an environmental lawyer. Is there such thing as an aquatic lawyer? How about teaching? Am I able to handle kids all day? And as I was going through the throes of trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life, because everybody asks you when you're a teenager, the closest that I came to understanding the concept of being an entrepreneur and working for myself was being an inventor or an explorer. And that's what I would tell people that I wanted to do. That's what I thought I wanted to do, because those are the only careers I could envision that gave me the autonomy that I so craved. So if you're not happy at your job right now, or if you've always felt that maybe you were cut out for something else, but you're not quite sure what, or maybe you're so bored day in and day out doing tasks for other people, then maybe, just maybe, this episode is going to be for you and could serve as the first step in your education about entrepreneurship. Now, before you get all excited and decide that you're just gonna go ahead and quit your job just because you don't always like it, I have four serious questions to ask yourself before you start thinking about whether or not this might be the right path for you. So the first question is, do you have a business idea? It's not just enough to wanna work for yourself because you don't wanna work where you are right now. You have to have something that you want to do and that you're happy to work at and quite frankly, obsess about for the future years. If your immediate answer is, no, I don't have a business idea, then don't stop yet. 
If the idea of being an entrepreneur is still something that excites you, then it's worth exploring further and it's time to start looking for that idea. Maybe just make sure you hold on to your day job while you do this. My very first legitimate business that I ran as a semi-adult um, was running a small farm and it was maybe not actually the best idea for me when I look back at it. I started this business before I'd even graduated university because I thought it might be a good seasonal job to gain experience and life skills while I was still a student. I shut that one down after two laborious summers where I learned that I loved the business and the ideas portion of that business, but that manual labor was absolutely not for me. My second business was one that I started when I first graduated university, and that was a wedding photography company. And that one took off way faster than I ever expected it to, um, but I shouldn't have been that surprised because logically I looked at it from a numbers perspective and a skill set perspective, and I picked something that logically I figured would work out. Now, naturally, the wedding photography business then created a platform that I was able to launch my third business off of, and that was called the Georgian Bay Print Shop. And that's something that I'm still actively working on and slowly working on growing and developing. And then finally, after spending so many years working on different businesses, different platforms, and learning as much as I could about business, I was ideally situated to launch this. This was a business that I was the most excited about starting for years and was something that would hopefully create something good for the world and that I would feel really awesome about sitting down to learn about and to grow on a day-to-day -day basis. Before all this though, before I'd even finished school, all I knew is that I wanted to work for myself. I had a notebook that was dedicated just to business ideas, and the pages of that notebook are filled with ideas that were terrible, ideas that were great, ideas that were really good but just weren't the right timing, or that weren't right for me, or that cost a butt ton of money that I just didn't have to get started. And with this ideas notebook, I kept at it until I was able to find and settle on the right idea. The ideas in that notebook ranged from create a better organic granola bar to create a healthy and sustainable environmentally conscious pet bed to run an educational sea kayaking company to launch a new travel rewards point system. And the reason why I'm telling you all of this is to encourage you to start looking for the right idea if this is what you want to do and to not give up until you find that idea. Look for areas in your life that cause a rub things that you wish were better, things that you think, I could do that better, or here's how this person could make this better. Look at things that interest you, areas where you already have some experience or more knowledge than the average person, things that get you excited and make you start talking incessantly about them when you imagine yourself there. Just start looking and start writing things down. I promise you will find something. The second question to ask yourself is, are you motivated? Are you a self-starter? Being an entrepreneur is a hard path to take and it takes so much energy and work and time and pivoting and creativity and it's definitely not always the easy path to take. You have to be able or willing to learn how to manage yourself and work on your time management skills so that you get really good at it. When you work for yourself, yes, you do have the freedom to take Tuesdays off if you so wish, but that probably means that you're gonna end up working one or more Saturdays to end up making up for it in the long run. Yes, you don't have to answer to a manager, but you'll have to be more disciplined with yourself than almost any manager that you've ever had. My running joke through the first couple years of my business was, yeah, my boss is a complete jerk. And while I'm happy to report that she is getting better and a bit nicer to herself, 
I had to make myself work my butt off in those first few years of business to really make a real go of it. So look at yourself and look at your habits honestly. Do you prefer having someone tell you what needs to get done or do you like to figure it out on your own? Are you constantly seeing better ways to do things and then doing that? If you know you can get things done on your own, then you can definitely manage your own business. Just remember, when you start a business, only a tiny fraction of your time actually goes towards doing the activity that you think that business is. The rest of your time is spent doing things like accounting and marketing and refining your client experience, running social media, managing a website, packing and shipping materials. And now eventually, of course, you can hire people and outsource these areas of your business. But unless you're starting with a huge capital investment, chances are for at least the first couple of years, you're going to be doing all of this yourself instead of the dream business that you're probably picturing right now. So be honest with yourself and make sure that this is actually something that you're willing to do and dedicate time to. One of my favorite sayings is entrepreneurs are willing to work 80 hours a week to avoid working the 40 hour work week. Now this shouldn't always be true, but it definitely can be at the start. It will get better and you will end up having more time and more freedom than you probably would in a traditional job. But at the beginning, you really have to log the hours and you have to work for it. That brings us to the third question, which is, do you have a network that will support you? And if not, are you willing to find one? If you're going to start your own business, you need to find other people who will understand the ups and the downs that you will inevitably experience by running your own business. You need people who you can share resources and advice with, who you can work alongside when your work gets a bit solitary and lonely, and who will be in your corner and always there to celebrate your successes and also to talk you off the ledge when things are not going as you expected for far longer than you hoped. Maybe you're crazy lucky like me and you have a partner and family members who support you in this. Maybe you have some friends who run their own business and are willing to help. If not though, you absolutely have to be willing to go out, form a network or find a network of entrepreneurs who will become your people. Being an entrepreneur cannot be this sort of anti-social approach to working that you might be dreaming of if like me, you're a little bit introverted. And it definitely is not something where you can just live on your phone and on social media and get by that way. You need people, you need other entrepreneurs specifically to talk to, to bounce ideas around with, to vent with, and to learn from. Now, every city and town has entrepreneurs, and many of them have networking groups or co-working spaces or industry events that you need to find and start taking part in right off the get-go. Personally now, a large number of my friends run their own businesses, but this is because when I first started, I made a big effort to join other industry groups and networking events and go to those events and those spaces and meetups so that I could meet the people who I knew I needed to network with and start to create a community of. I made sure that I joined groups and masterminds and meetups and get togethers every single week so that I could find so many other entrepreneurs who are willing to teach and guide me through the things that I needed to learn. And now being a few years in, in turn, I try to end up being that person for other people who are starting to navigate the space now. So question number three, in my opinion, super important one, are you willing to find a great network of other entrepreneurs who will be there to support you through the process? Now, the fourth and final question that you have to ask yourself is, are you financially secure enough right now to run your own business? To be absolutely clear, I do not advocate quitting your job, buying a bus, and becoming a travel writer overnight just because you like the sound of the freedom that you might get from it. 
If the answer to this question is no right now, that's okay. It doesn't mean that you can't still start your business dreams in the future or start them right now as a side hustle while you maintain your nine to five and then come home to work your five to nine. I was so lucky that I got to jump into starting my own business right away because when I graduated, I didn't have any student debt. My living costs were so low and I'm talking bringing my own thermos of tea to client meetings instead of buying things at a coffee shop kind of low. And I also had practically no financial responsibilities to worry about and take care of at that age and stage of my life. Now I did briefly entertain the idea of getting another job while I started, but I knew that I could hustle together at least the equivalent of a minimum wage job working full time in my first year of my business. And personally, I made the decision that I would rather work every crummy photo job that came my way than apply to another job at that time. Not many people get as crazy lucky as I was in the startup phase of their business though, and usually you'll end up having more financial responsibilities than I did by the time you get around to deciding that you wanna start your own business. And that is a-okay. If you're not rolling in the trust fund or if you have car maintenance bills stacked up on your credit card, you might just have to start your entrepreneurial career as a side hustle, which is how a lot of fabulous businesses did get started, and it is a great way to go. So many people run their small business for years while they're working a full-time job or more. I have friends who worked on their businesses evenings and weekends for years before taking the leap into going full-time, and some even decided once they were full-time that they didn't like it and preferred to keep their business as a side hustle with a more stable traditional career as their, not backup option, as their very viable main income option. So even if you can't dive in headfirst right now, that doesn't mean that you can't get started on your path. Don't let your financial situation be an excuse if this is the right path for you. And if anything, starting a high side hustle should start to bring more money into your life. So if this is where you're at right now, I actually have another great video, episode three, for anyone who's interested in starting a business that's called Tips to Starting a Business When You Have No Money. And this walks you through ways that you can bootstrap your business idea from the get-go. So if this is the camp that you find yourself in, you might wanna check out that video linked here. The only thing your finances will really affect here is the startup costs of your business, what they're gonna be. I had so many ideas that I would have loved to start, but I just didn't have the capital to get them going, and I didn't wanna start my adult life taking a huge ton of risk and debt on at that point. So I looked for grants, I saved money in every possible way, and I picked wedding photography because for me personally, it had a relatively low barrier to entry because I already had a great working camera and a little bit of experience behind the lens. My dream of running a sea kayaking company, on the other hand, there wasn't a snowball's chance that I could buy a fleet of boats and pay for insurance for the first year. So that idea ended up going on the back burner and being banked for later. Now, if you've listened this far and know that being an entrepreneur is the missing puzzle piece in deciding on your ideal career path, then I know that you will be able to find the time and money to start working on it, even if it's just in teeny tiny little increments. The true and honest to goodness fact is that to be an entrepreneur, the only thing you need to get started is the drive to do something, to take action. One little tiny action at a time that will build you towards the business of your dreams. Being an entrepreneur means being a doer and not a dreamer, taking the things you fantasize about and figuring out how to turn them into a reality by putting one foot in front of the other. 
It doesn't take motivation or inspiration. Instead, it takes dedication to sit down to your work every day, regardless of whether you're feeling motivated or not. Now, if you decide to do this, you're gonna need some great information and resources to get you started. So I've compiled some of my favorite career and business resources in that branch of the resource library available through the Howla Adult School website. You can find that at howtoadultschool.com slash careers business resources. That page is also linked in the description of this episode. Next, if you're feeling a bit stuck on the ideas stage of all of this, I recommend going ahead and picking up a copy of the book called Big Magic by Liz Gilbert. Elizabeth Gilbert. I don't, I don't know her. I can't call her Liz Gilbert. The author is Elizabeth Gilbert and her book is Big Magic. And in this book, she talks about ideas and inspiration in a really unique and healthy way that will help guide your focus and help you lose the fear that your idea might not be good enough or that you're choosing the wrong idea or that somebody might take it if you don't take action yet. And for anyone who's thinking creatively about running a business, definitely get this book. I love it. I read it every couple of years and it's super helpful. Now that is also linked below in the description of this episode if you're interested in picking up a copy. Finally, if you've got your great business idea and you are so excited to get started, I recommend looking for business grants. Now this is free money that's available for you to win that will help you start your business. For real. Grants are often locationally specific, so you'll have to find ones that apply to you. But if you're interested in going this route, I've created an awesome free PDF guide all about how to find, apply for, and win grants. Plus, if you're an Ontario resident like me, you'll find the links to three different grants that I personally have won for my business ideas in the past that might be applicable to you as well. You can get that guide also through the link in the description for this episode or go to howtoadultschool.com slash grant guide. It is a really awesome free resource that is available to you. So thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the How to Adult Show. Again, I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and I love hearing from you. So if you're interested, please take a moment to tell me what you thought about this episode in the comments. Tell me if you've always dreamed about running your own business and what, if anything, has been holding you back. Also, if there are other business owners and entrepreneurs out there, please also comment in the comments comment in the comments, connect with other people who are interested and start to share your resources and information with them. Finally, don't forget to hit subscribe. It means that you will never miss another episode and it tells me that you're enjoying the show and the website. Thank you so much and I will see you right back here next Monday with a fresh new episode of the How to Adult Show. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the How to Adult Show. Our goal is to make your life easier so you can find today's show notes, links, and free downloads all in one place at howtoadultschool.com. If you like today's show, please remember to subscribe and leave a comment, review, or share something with us that you'd like to learn next. I love to hear from you. Again, I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and I'll see you right back here next week with a brand new episode of the How to Adult Show.